Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the best of the herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. It is a Wednesday. Breaking news, sort of. Live in Los Angeles, it's the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, Thanks for making us part of your Wednesday. Loaded today. Lots of news. Guess who starts our show today with breaking news, J-Mac? Uh, can, can, can you give me the sport as like a heads up? Are we talking NBA? Are we talking NHL? Are we talking NFL? What do we got? The New York Jets oh. can't win on the field, so let's try to win with PR. So this came down one minute ago. The Jets announced they're going to activate Aaron Rodgers off the IR. It's a plus to have him on the practice field for him and his teammates. Robert Sala also reiterated he's not going to play, which Aaron reiterated yesterday he's not going to play. So if you can't win games, let's try to win PR. Just the silly circus continues. He's been on the sidelines on the headset. He's traveling with the team. He's on the sidelines. He's at practice. We see him throwing the ball around. But now it's official. He's been activated on the Jets roster because he's so good around the team. Really? I've watched you play. He ain't that good. He's not making that much of a difference. He's on the headset shaking his head at Nat Hackett's calls. You know what's interesting about this? You know also who else tore his Achilles? Kirk Cousins. And you haven't heard a word. Because Kirk Cousins doesn't need 24-7 validation and attention, updates on a weekly basis, doesn't need to play a game with PR. Kirk Cousins, who's very secure with himself, happily married, beautiful family, end of a cul-de-sac, dogs, life doesn't revolve around Kirk Cousins. He's part of a fabric, of an organization, of a family. You'll find that happen a lot in life. The people who are truly happy and content don't seek constant attention. It should be noted that Aaron and Kirk Cousins have played 10 times. Kirk Cousins has won five, lost four, and tied one. Kirk Cousins has a better record against Aaron Rodgers than vice versa. And you wouldn't know that because Kirk Cousins wouldn't tell you about it. And because you don't know how Kirk Cousins feels about politics and the vaccine. Because he represents a family and people beyond himself. Doesn't want to embarrass anybody. Doesn't need to be front and center. This entire Aaron Rodgers year has been about Aaron and been an absolute circus. Aaron was never going to play. Yesterday he announced he conceded, quote, conceded he's not going to play this year. That's not breaking news, Aaron. Bruh, everybody knew it. You knew it. The world knew it.
But Aaron wanted us to believe he had some access to some medical information, probably on some wacko conspiracy theory Reddit board. And Aaron wanted you, and he does this a lot. He wants you to think he reads stuff that you don't read and sees stuff that you don't see and has sources and access that you don't have. And it's all this, you know, this stuff that the mere mortals aren't, don't have at their fingertips. But Aaron does. No, bro. You were never going to play when you were hurt. Ever. Science works a lot, most of the time. You know, doctors have a practice, so it's not perfect, but the stuff works most of the time, and you don't know as much as an epidemiologist. You don't know as much as team doctors. You don't have any revolutionary medical breakthroughs or access. It's called a Reddit board. It's where old single guys with no kids, no family, no dogs, and fake friends hang out. Kirk Cousins has never had to sell us on anything. He just works hard, head down, good guy, family guy, take care of his family, good friend. I'll be back next year. And by the way, Kirk Cousins could use PR. He's a free agent. He could use a LinkedIn. He could use Facebook. He could use talk radio pumping him up. He's a free agent. And he's about the same age as Aaron, but it's interesting to watch how both have handled it. Isn't it kind of interesting? The circus continues. So the Jets today announce... It's just embarrassing. That franchise is embarrassing. I mean, you got a needy franchise and a needy 40-year-old quarterback that needs constant validation. Well, it's good to have Aaron around the team. I mean, he's been around the team. How good can it be? Garrett Wilson's complaining last week. People are shaking their head with Nat Hackett. How good is it? Hasn't prove anything, hasn't done anything, hasn't elevated anything. If I said to you what quarterback franchise has been the biggest circus this year? It's been the Jets. How much has Aaron helped? <laughs> I mean, you're telling me today that's why you're activating him. You're not going to play. You're not doing it for that. You're doing it because he's helping. How's he helping? Zach Wilson's had one great game all year. Can't help that much. Zach Wilson probably needs to be left alone to his own devices and own issues. Grow up a little bit. Kid grow up with money. Needs to grow up. Doesn't need help. This whole thing's been just nonsense. Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers. Same basic age, same injury. Watch how they've handled it. Wow. Maybe I should have just spent the last five minutes on Kirk and not Aaron. I should spend it more on praise and not criticism. But like Kirk Cousins just doing his thing, laughing about it. You know, it's like, hey, I, I texted Aaron the other day. We should have, like, Achilles Anonymous. You know, it's just be a bunch of guys go out and... And I, and I love that about Kirk. But, I mean, this Jets thing, is a, it's a grift. It's a con. Nobody had any medical information at all because there's no medical inf access to have other than history. Nobody injures an Achilles, ruptures it, and plays 12 weeks later. Come on, it's nonsense. And also, by the way, the vaccine did save lives. I'm sorry it did. I'm not a doctor, but it did. Millions and millions of lives. All right, so Steph Curry last night was amazing. 33 points. Warriors rally to beat the Celtics. They shouldn't because the Celtics are a deep, loaded roster with a bunch of guys in their prime, and uh, the Warriors are not. They're a one-man team. So uh, Steph this year is 35 years old. He's averaging 28 a game, 41% on threes, 34 minutes a game. I mean, LeBron may lead in longevity, but Steph's on the same path. And this Warrior team's not real good. Draymond's out, suspended. Klay Thompson, shadow of himself. Andrew Wiggins now comes off the bench. I'm not sure what happened to him. Dario Saric is one of their only bigs, and he plays defense worse than those chairs. And their bench doesn't give you a ton, and CP3's past his prime, and yet they're basically on a three-game winning streak and a 500 team. And Steph remains remarkably disrespected. So there was a moment last night in the game where Jalen Brown backed him up, bigger, stronger guard, uh, scored on him plus one, and he did that kind of moronic gesture they do in the NBA now. You're small. You're too small. Nobody would do that to MJ, LeBron, and Kobe. You wouldn't think of it for a second. But Jalen Brown, no rings, no MVPs, not even the best guy on his own team, scores a bucket on Steph Curry and does the too small gesture. By the way, Steph's playoff career average is 10 points higher than Jalen Brown, and his Game 6, Game 7 playoff average is 10 points higher than Jalen Brown, so who's small? Who comes up small? It's not Steph, it's Jalen Brown. The Warriors are a one-man team. They're 0-2 when Steph doesn't play. They're 4-9 and 9 
when Steph doesn't score over 30 or 30 plus. And then they're excellent when Steph has 30 plus, nine and three. They should be a lottery team. They'd be a lottery team. They're a one man team. Celtics aren't. And yet in the fourth quarter in overtime, Steph Curry had 20 points. Tatum and Jalen Brown combined, seven. And what's remarkable, Steph picked up his fifth foul on that Jalen Brown play. There were six minutes to go in the third quarter. And the Celtics just jacked up threes. Instead of attacking Steph, getting him out of the game, get another foul, jacked up threes. It was another night to watch the bizarrely disrespected 35-year-old one-man team Steph Curry and the Warriors win over a Celtics team that down the stretch, fourth quarter and overtime, Tatum and Jalen Brown sat and watched the superior player, who one of those guys, Brown, had gestured he's too small. Who's small? Again, late in the game, that mattered. TNT, here's Steph. Curry, spinning, corkscrew move, inside, no! Paul gathers it in, pocket three, Curry three! Oh! <laughs> oh, there's the meme! What a shot! Steve Kerr has watched all of this and had this to say after. Nothing shocks me with Steph. I mean, that shot um, was insane. Um, the catch and shoot, the arc. Um, but I fully expected it to go in, and I think all of our fans did too. Um, the guy's magical. He just, you can't explain it. Um, that's just the kind of stuff he does. I don't know if it's because his shoe's not cool enough, or he golfs a lot, or he's a family guy. I don't know what it is with Steph Curry. Nobody would ever do that small gesture to Kobe or Michael or LeBron. He wouldn't even consider it. Be disrespectful to them in the game. But with Steph, it's okay. Remember years ago when people were asked if you could start a franchise with Westbrook and Steph and half the players said, Westbrook, you out of your mind. You play the game and don't know it. This guy is an all-timer, one-on-one, a unicorn. Once again last night, Brown and Tatum watching as Steph took over the game late at an OT. J-Mac, these are your Jets. These are the Jets you were raised on and love. And I thought today, I'm, maybe I'm a little harsh, uh, and I, you'd think, Colin, you're attacking Aaron, but this has been a PR grift from day one, and I am over it. The idea they're activating him off IR today because he's good around the team, He's been around the team all year. They don't lock him out of practice. They don't kick him off the plane. He's on the sidelines on the headset. This is just PR. Colin, you know, uh, the viewers at home, listeners, they can't see it. There's yellow crime tape around the set today because you just committed a murder. <laughs> you just killed Aaron Rodgers on TV for like six minutes. And it was, listen, I've been with you on the show here, what, 14 months? Yeah. I think that was the best, most incisive, biting open you've had since I've been here. Listen, I mean, that was, I, I, that was magical stuff. Listen, I... And it, it, the story broke, you know, literally 45 seconds before we went on the air. But we've all been watching this stuff. And, you know, as Aaron does all his darkness retreat, hey, to each his own. Uh, echinacea, whatever he does that made him throw Ayahuasca, up and vomit, yeah. poop, ayahuasca, whatever. I'm not judging on that. Like, I'm, you do whatever you want in life. It's I'm not here. I'm not a moralist. You do whatever you want in life. The darkness retreat, you know, it's what an older, unmarried, single guy with a lot of money yeah. does. What Trying to find yourself, whatever. But the Packers, for the record, tired of it. He came out and they said, see ya. Yeah. So the Packers had had enough. They, they were less tolerant than I was on it. The ayahuasca, again, I don't feel like pooping and vomiting. I've done enough of that in my life when I've been sick but whatever i'm not judging you on that and when aaron got hurt i came out for 10 minutes and said i felt terrible for him because i love watching him play but I, this whole season is about seeking validation and pr and making sure it falls right for me yeah. and it's nonsense and our job is to hopefully have enough of a piercing radar on this stuff where you I'm, I'm having dinner tonight with an NFL GM. You have dinners with people in the sports. The fans mostly don't do that. And when you tie had a Hall of Fame coach tell me two weeks ago, he's like, Aaron wants he wants attention. Yeah. I had a current executive in the league and I asked him about Aaron and he said, Aaron needs attention. And I just watched Kirk Cousins go through it. The family guy, the dog, the kids, the family, same injury, better all time record against Aaron, not a peep. And I'm not saying Aaron doesn't have a right to political opinions. 
Joe Rogan can have him, you can have him, I can have him, I, I'm fine with it. But stop pretending you have access and information that all of us don't have. It's what old single rich guys do with no kids, no dogs, and no other sacrifices. They sit around on their phone all day and stew up conspiracy nonsense. I don't know if you've noticed, anytime he gives an interview lately, he talks about how reliable he is, he's trustworthy. Hey, believe me, don't believe the others, believe me. Mm. You know, those are the characteristics of a con man. Honestly, he's been pulling a con on Jets fans all season since that injury. And a lot of them, they lapped it up, Colin. It's sad. Ridiculous. I know you're... Th Colin, this is very vis visceral. You're going after him. I'm over it. I waited until this moment. The whole season, I've been like, yeah, whatever, let it play. But don't tell me his presence helps the team. It's the biggest circus in the league at quarterback. If his presence is that important, then it wouldn't be this nonsense I mean, again, if, if Zach Wilson had a, you know, he won that game against Buffalo on that magical night when Aaron got hurt, a horrible night for the, the franchise, but a strangely interesting night for Zach Wilson. And if Zach had improved all year, you could make an absolute argument. Aaron's been helpful. But instead, it's been about Aaron, not about improving quarterbacks. Because Zach's been worse than ever. So he's not helping. So don't take it, don't activate him because he's really, the team loves him around. Well, is he helping? I'm all for activating guys that help. I would argue Kirk Cousins with the circus they've had at Minnesota with their quarterback, and I am not saying once you lose a star quarterback, it's easy. Minnesota is still viable. Jets aren't. But if you're going to say you're doing this move because the team loves him and it helps, do not tell me that. Certainly not helping the rush ends. He's not a rush end. He's a quarterback. He should be helping the quarterbacks. Well, they're not. It's the biggest nightmare in the league at quarterback. Cleveland is winning games four different quarterbacks. The Jets can't score points with three. So I just, I'm over it. Uh, everybody's got a limit. Today, that story's my limit. That, I'm done. I try to be nice. I try to be positive, Colin. <laughs> no, not today. <laughs> yeah, I'm, maybe I should just let it go. I'm, I'm done. I have a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code HERD. That's me, H-E-R-D, when you download the app, and that takes under two minutes. Here's my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook, and we had a very good week last week. I'm going to take the Jaguars plus one, getting points at the Bucks. Tampa Bay has been a good story. Jacksonville's a better team. I get a quarterback edge off an ugly loss. Cowboys plus one and a half at the Dolphins. Miami struggled with physical teams. Dallas didn't look like it against Buffalo. They'll be ready to be physical. And I'll take the Broncos at home minus six and a half again off an ugly, disappointing loss. They'll circle the wagons and beat a Patriots team that is pretty lifeless. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up quick. New users. Use the code herd when you download the app. H-E-R-D. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. 
Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back. You know, it's a bummer, too, because I like Robert Sala, and I like Joe Douglas. I actually think the GM and the coach are pretty good. Anyway. If you didn't hear, the uh, Jets have activated Aaron off IR. He's not going to play. Aaron says that. Sala says that. But they would just want to activate him, you know, be part of the team. Um, so there's a story today, Yahoo Sports. Uh, and the headline is, remember, no team pursued franchise tag Lamar Jackson. That's right. And I think there's a reason for it. Because he missed 10 games in December and January the last two years, and Baltimore went 2-8, and eight, and everybody in the world knew Baltimore was going to resign him. Everybody in the world knew. You watched Baltimore last couple of years without Lamar Jackson. Did you think they were going to let him go? And you've watched Baltimore this year, number one seed, last couple of years with Lamar Jackson. Number one, number two seeds. Did you think they were going to let him go? I'll tell you, Baltimore's never going to let him go in his prime, and Kansas City's not going to let Mahomes go, and Buffalo's not going to let Josh Allen go, and the Chargers aren't going to let Justin Herbert go. <laughs> so I think the reason there wasn't a big um, mad rush to get Lamar Jackson was he'd been injured. That's part of it. He was going to be expensive, certainly. Ravens weren't letting him go, and everybody knew it. But the NFL has a lot of poor owners and poor GMs and poor coaches. They lack vision. People in my business, the good ones have it. The average ones don't. Vision. A lot of people in the NFL and every business have to see something before they get something. In tech, the money's in seeing stuff before it happens. Same in the NFL. It's called Patrick Mahomes. It's called Brady. In every field, if you can see stuff before it happens, they get the trophies, you get the wealth, you get the stature. The Ravens have always had a vision for Lamar Jackson, day one, and have adapted to his unique stylistic traits. Throughout his career, there's been this discussion of what Lamar doesn't do, but the Ravens have never been concerned with that. Instead of concern, they've been consumed with figuring out how to best support this unicorn, this one-of-one. Even in the NFL, with lots of smart people, there's a bunch of followers. You need vision with Lamar Jackson, day one. You needed vision when you drafted him. You needed vision his rookie year. You needed vision last week. He's just different. Stylistically, personality, skill set, he's different. And a lot of teams in this league draft out of fear. They don't want to be mocked if they make a mistake. And he was a different cat. I watched him in college, and I'm like, uh, uh, uh. I didn't buy into the he has to try out a receiver stuff. But I was like, I don't know if that works. He run around a lot. But it worked really fast. Week 11. It worked. I talked to two GMs that played him twice. They're like, the first time you play him, if you've never played him, he's going to blow you out. In fact, go ask NFC teams this year who don't get to play him regularly that have to go to Baltimore and play him, Detroit and Seattle. He'll wear you out. I mean, there's guys that are comps to Mahomes. There are guys, I mean, Matt Stafford can do arm angle stuff like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts can run around like Patrick Mahomes. There's nothing like Lamar. <laughs> there's nothing like him. And so I'm glad that he stayed with the Ravens. I'm glad there wasn't a huge market. I'm glad somebody didn't pursue Lamar Jackson, he has found the perfect family and the perfect fit. And they've never been concerned with how it would look. What they know is when Lamar is healthy and Lamar has support, he ends up a number one, two, or three seed. 
and he wins 75 to 80% of his games. This is one of those, you know, when Aaron and the Packers split, they probably would have been better staying together for the next three years. Aaron wouldn't be in this circus. Jordan loved growing pains. Divorces are tough. I've been through one. I love the fact that the Ravens get Lamar. Lamar's loyal to the Ravens. They've never been concerned with what he can't do, simply consumed with what he can. And I think that explains why there wasn't a market. He is the Ravens. He's committed. He's tough. He's relentless. He's twitchy. He's unique. So are the Ravens. It's a perfect match. I wouldn't want to see him in any other uniform. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrate the holidays with the gift of football on Fox. On Sunday, it's an NFL doubleheader featuring a showdown between title contenders as Dak leads the Cowboys against Tua and the Dolphins. Then on Christmas Day, the Giants take on Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, all on Fox. Speaking of the Eagles, there are only six teams with double-digit wins in the NFL. Philadelphia is one of them at 10-4, and and they have the easiest three-game stretch remaining of all the double-digit win teams. It's very possible, maybe likely, they go 13-4. and I said this Monday, chill out. I said this Tuesday morning on the show, chill out. They're going to be fine. There is this sense, however, that they're not the same team as last year. Yeah, you're right, they're not. If you look at their offensive ranks the last two seasons, they went from first to about 12th. Big plays, big play touchdowns, second to ninth. And if you look at their defensive ranks the last two years, they went from like 6th, 4th, 8th to like 22nd, 24th. Yeah, there's a reason. They're not quite as dominant. Think about this. They lost arguably the best offensive coordinator in football who became a head coach. They lost a defensive coordinator good enough to become a head coach. Most coordinators don't become head coaches. They lost two that did. They lost two very productive linebackers. Very, one in Chicago is playing his butt off. They lost a guy in the secondary that led the entire National Football League in interceptions. C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Uh, they lost arguably their best defensive lineman. Hargrave goes to the Niners. I still can't figure out how they afford him. They lost their top offensive guard to the Steelers. <laughs> okay, so if you took a non-playoff team and you just gave them those players and those coaches, they would be a playoff team. Just the guys they lost. A top guard, a top defensive lineman in the league, a guy that led the NFL in picks, two great linebackers, a top defensive coordinator, the best OC in the game. If you gave that to Atlanta... They'd be a playoff team this year. Yeah, so Philadelphia now is good. They're not stacked. They're not the Niners. They're not crazy all-time gifted. So rule number one in the NFL, you pay the quarterback, then you're going to pay the price elsewhere. One of the things I've never understood about fans, if I was still a fan of a certain team, I always root for flexible. I don't want my team to be trapped. All you out there screaming, get the bag, get the bag. It's the dumbest thing you want for your team. You want a, a player that you love to sign a team-friendly deal so your team can be flexible. Mahomes keeps reworking his deal. Right now, Mahomes is the number one cap hit in the league. Have you watched the Chiefs secondary? Have you watched the Chiefs receivers? Especially the latter. They're learning on the job. I don't mind a guy getting the bag. You don't want him to get the bag that is so overwhelmingly in his favor. And I'm not saying Jalen Hurts did. But when I hear people do, fans say that. Make it a small bag. 
a mini bag, fun size. Get the bag, be set for life. But you pay the quarterback, you pay the price elsewhere. They lost two great linebackers, a great guy in the secondary, their top defensive lineman, their best guard. Those are elite players that if you just took those guys and put them on a team like Atlanta, they'd be a playoff team. So they're not great. And that's totally understandable this year. Uh, something else I was thinking about this morning. You know, we, we got into this MVP stuff. And I, I've never been into awards. Uh, I don't care about the Heisman. I had a vote one year. I thought it was tribal, regional, and stupid. I mean, Phil Jackson has as many Coach of the Year awards as Byron Scott. You think I care about this stuff? Goodfellas did not win an Oscar. MVPs, Heismans, I don't care. LeBron has been the real MVP for all but about the last three years in the league. Giannis, Jokic now should win it. And LeBron's got four. I've seen people win Emmys in my business that mean so much to those people. Congrats. But they're not really elite talent. There are people in Hall of Fames in broadcasting I roll my eyes at. Whatever. Tom Cruise has never won an Oscar. Probably because he's too busy saving Hollywood. We all know that Brock Purdy can play. And we all know that Christian McCaffrey's great. We all know that. John Lynch knows it. Kyle Shanahan knows it. Brock Purdy knows it about Christian. Christian knows it about Brock. I don't want this to ruin what is a marvelous season. Because I think San Francisco is uniquely the best team in the league. Like, they have the best roster since the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas. I think it's one of the great rosters we've seen in 10 years. I, I think it's just remarkable. And I, I think you got to be careful that the discussion doesn't overtake the beauty of what's happening. Do you want to be on the rocket ship? Or do you want to win a science ribbon? MVPs are science ribbons. We all know they can both play. Christian McCaffrey in a league that doesn't like running backs, won't pay running backs, won't embrace running backs, is going to end up with 24 touchdowns and 2,200 yards. <laughs> and Brock Purdy never misses a big throw. Now, are they, you know, contextually, are they designed perfectly? Does he have great talent? Yeah, but he makes way too many good throws to not be a good player. Is he very good? Probably. Is he great? I don't think so. Maybe. But I think what, what the truth of this matter is, it's a rocket ship. And we don't get these very much in the NFL. In baseball, you can literally sign Otani, defer his payment, and stack your roster. Whether or not that's good for baseball, it's legal. It's literally legal to say, hey, Mookie Betts, come on over here. We'll defer your payment. Freddie Freeman, Otani, defer your payment, and then go steal Tampa's first or second best pitcher. The MVP discussions, the Heisman discussions, they're science ribbons instead of the actual rocket ship. And I think what you're watching here is the most talented roster in the NFL in a decade. And when I watch them play, I don't mind the MVP discussions, but I think we're watching something between Christian McCaffrey's season, Brock Purdy's story, and this roster, nuts. Can we just admit this? Brock Purdy's story is awesome. Christian McCaffrey's production's insane, and this roster could be better than both. To me, that's the rocket ship, not the science ribbon. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. 
Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. There he is. He's hiding behind the cameras. James Jones, the former Aaron Rodgers teammate, is listening to this, consuming it, and thinking, oh, what's Coward going to ask me on this stuff? But, you know, it is it is funny. So you know this because you were in Green Bay for eight years, and you went to the Raiders, and it was a mess. And I think about this all the time. The one thing about pro athletes that's, di- that's difficult mm-hmm. that I don't have to face, I can do this t- until I'm 80. Yeah. Pro athletes get a very short time. Yes, sir. And I've I've always defended all athletes mm-hmm. on this. If I was traded, it would crush my self-esteem. If yeah. Fox said we're trading you to Vice <laughs> for two producers and an editor to be named later, yeah. I'd be like, I'm no good. Even if it's big money, I still wouldn't like okay. it. Okay. Right. So I've always defended athletes on being traded. It's hard. Mm-hmm. That's why these quarterbacks win and they look at the camera and they yeah. drop. <laughs> it's Drew Locke. People quit on me. Yeah. It's it's Jake Browning. Mm-hmm. Nobody believed in me. Yeah. I'll always defend athletes. We, the consumer, do not understand what it's like to be traded mm-hmm. as a human. It's kind of awful. Yeah. The second thing is, you guys have very small windows to make your money. Now, you mm-hmm. make enormous money compared yeah. to the, the you know relative to the rest of society. There is that grass is always greener thing. And when you go back to Green Bay... Mm-hmm. And you compare it to other players in the yeah. league. Can you acknowledge it's pretty damn good there? Yeah, and it, it, it's it, it's totally different. Um, Green Bay is Green Bay is just a totally different vibe. It, it, it's a family vibe. You know, when you get there, it's not just the owner wants to see you do good, or the owners invested in you. Everybody is invested in you, to all the way to the guy that cuts the grass, to the coaches, to the fans. Like, what can we do? To make sure you're good and you can play at Buffalo, a high level. Buffalo's a little field. like that. Buffalo, pop, I did play in Buffalo, but Buffalo's possibly like that. But Green Bay is different from that sense. It's everybody's in this thing to make sure this is a go. And I'll never forget when when I first had got to Green Bay and we were making a run. Coach Mike brought all the wives and all the girlfriends into the team meeting for a meeting. Like, if it ain't good at home they not going to be good on the football field. Like, we need y'all, too. You know what I'm saying? But it just was like a family-oriented organization that everybody has one cause, and that's to make sure how good can we make Aaron Rodgers. And I've said this for years. I call it the Green Bay quarterback syndrome. Mm-hmm. So quarterbacks are different. So Favre and Aaron have very little in common. One's West, one's Southern. Mm-hmm. One's the gunslinger. One was meticulous. Mm-hmm. Um, one was thought of as one of the great talents ever. One was overlooked, had to go to a JC. Mm-hmm. But yet it ended the same way, and ironically, they went to the same team initially, Jets. <laughs> yeah. And I said, is it the reality of being a quarterback in Green Bay? So whereas James Jones and Jordy Nelson can go to the grocery store and sign an autograph, yeah. Favre and Rogers, arguably, were the biggest stars in the league in their prime. Mm-hmm. 
It's like no other city. No. In La- and Damian, Damon Stoudemire, remember the great basketball mm-hmm. player? Yeah. When I interviewed him one time in Portland, Oregon, and Damon's a nice guy. Yeah. He and I, he hated me when he played because I was critical, but he's a good dude. <laughs> yeah. And he said this once. Uh, I asked him, where's your favorite place to play? He's from Portland. He said, yeah. Toronto. I said, mm-hmm. why? He said, glasses I can hide. International city. Mm. He goes, in Portland, Oregon? Yeah. I can't, I can't go nah. out for a stake. <laughs> and I do think that being a quarterback for Green Bay, mm. Favre, Rogers, nothing in common. Yeah. It ended the same way. Yeah. Thoughts of retirement, mm. worn out, no owner to lean on, um, couldn't get free agents. That Green Bay is strangely comforting, mm-hmm. but difficult to be a superstar quarterback. Yeah, I mean because Green Bay is small market, you know. So like, it's if a Aaron, town. Yeah, if Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre did what they did in their careers in Dallas or in New York, you know what I mean? I mean, my goodness, we'd be talking about them even with one ring probably up there with Tom Brady, right? You know, strictly because of where they play. Green Bay is a really, really small town, really, really small market. So you're not. It's not a lot of eyeballs on you. You know what I mean? But unless it's unless you're Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre, and all and you, the eyes they can't go to the grocery store. They can't go have a steak. I mean, everything you got to bring the food to the house, or it has to be. Hey, I'm coming through the back door, right. and 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 this is what's going to happen. But you know, that's how it's always been in Green Bay. I mean, we not even at the quarterback position. We used to talk about that as the receiver spot. There's a lot of great receivers that came out of Green Bay that really do not get a lot of credit because it's small market, it's small town, and it's not a lot of eyes on you. You know, I mean, even when you talk to Donald Drivers, to Greg Jen. The, the the Antonio Freemans. Like, it's a lot of great receivers that if they were elsewhere, you know what I mean, with a different yeah. helmet on, I mean, they would still be talked about as probably one of the greats right now. So playing in Green Bay is special. But, yes, it's not a lot of eyeballs on you. You don't get a lot of media coverage yeah. and all that. So, you know, you kind of slide under the radar. So uh, I know Aaron's your buddy. I get it. And he, uh, obviously he doesn't like me. And I get that. I, and I'm not bothered by it. There's a lot <laughs> don't of like you. Well, I mean, listen, I've been oh. critical in the last. Oh. I was very favorable. For, I was always an Aaron guy over a Favre guy for years. Gotcha. I thought he was a thinking man's player. I thought he was super. I thought he was detailed. I, yeah. I, I'll say this. I was always Aaron over Favre, day one, still am. Yeah. I do not like the last three years, because I do think football's unique, mm-hmm. is that in the NBA, if you have two great players, you'll win. Uh, in baseball, uh, it comes down to who has the most money. Yeah. But in the NFL, it is a collective. Mm-hmm. Even a quarterback needs a left tackle. No question. You got to you got to buy gifts for your offensive linemen. Steph doesn't need buy gifts for the back, backups. Yeah. So the it's a collective, and I do feel Aaron. You know he is. He's a single guy. He's rich. He's doing his own thing. He lives a different Gulfstream life than I'd ever live. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I'm jealous or something. Who knows? I, <laughs> I like the life I have. But I think the last several years, it's felt more about Aaron than the collective, and I don't love that. Is that fair? But see, I don't. I don't think that's true though, because I think the last couple of years, Aaron has really been all about team. You know, even even when you come over here, like I said on this show, I strictly believe that the only reason why he is trying to come back is because what those people in the New York Jets office and those players that he's built relationship with has done for him. Right. This is an Achilles injury. You should be sitting here saying, hey, I'll be back next year. You know, but for you to be on the practice squad running around and, you know, trying to let everybody know that you're ready. Like, I truly believe if this team had a chance to make the playoffs, Aaron was coming back to help his team strictly because he loves those people in, the, in that building and what they have done for him. And for but, me, but just player, watching player. him and the turnover that he's made, you know what I mean? As as a player and as a teammate, man, I mean, I, I like this Aaron Rodgers. But players all knew nobody's coming back from this in the Did history. You, like, I mean, I, I called it, two athletes and they're like, yeah. "Dude, if you if you rupture an Achilles at mm-hmm. 39, it's over." Yeah, I, I understand what they're saying, but to see him moving the way he's moving, and yes, I know this offensive line line is bad, but I truly believe deep down in my heart of hearts, if this team was in the playoffs right now and Aaron had a chance to come back the way he's moving, him being on practice, I think he would have tried it. I truly do. I think he would have tried to come back because I know Aaron. I know what these people in the Jets organization, the Jets players, and what they mean to him. I think it was a goal for him to, if we were in the playoffs, to come back and help this team. I truly do. Could I argue Aaron would have been better served to stay in Green Bay? The Jets do not do quarterback well. The Bears do not do quarterback well. They don't know how to do it. Yeah. Well, you're always going to get the yes from me because I never wanted to see him leave Green Bay. You I didn't? Always, no, I always wanted to see him Did you finish. tell him that? Yeah. I always wanted to see him finish his career in Green Bay. You know what I mean? You know, I, I never wanted to see him leave. And we all know, I mean, organization, you know, 
your head, but I mean that that happens with a lot of different quarterbacks, you know. And sometimes you just need a change of scenery, and only you know that, you know. So you know, can can nobody tell Aaron Rodgers how to feel or how to think or you know what he thinks is best for him? But I always wanted to him to finish his career in Green Bay, possibly win another Super Bowl there, if that if that was you know what was written for him. But you know, I never wanted to see him get in the Jets. Helmet. How do they treat you in Green Bay? Lovely. They still treat me lovely. It's like it's like family. Every time I go back, you know, Green Bay is like family. I tell people all the time, man, it's one of the best places in the world to play football. All right. So you don't have any animosity. No, 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 no. I love everybody over there. Charles Woodson always told me when I was a player, man, you can't. You, he, he told me you can't hold any grudges in this business. At one point, it's going to be your time. <laughs> Period. So, you know, at the end of the day, you can't be sensitive. You can't hold any grudges in this building. At one point, it's going to be your time, man. Enjoy the ride. Go out there, do what you're going to do, however your career may end, and play ball. Okay, so um, Michael Irvin was deeply bothered by Sean Payton yelling at Russell Wilson. Now, mm -hmm. I know Sean pretty well, and he's very authentic mm -hmm. and a lot of emotion. Yeah. That got him into trouble sometimes in yeah. New Orleans. He didn't yell at Drew Brees, but he yelled. Mm -hmm. He yells a lot. His best friend, Mickey Loomis, the GM, probably yelled at Mickey. He's just is who this is yeah. who he is. If you were golfing with uh, Sean Payton, he'd be giving you crap. He's yeah. just an authentic guy. Uh, a lot of coaches aren't. Mm -hmm. They're inauthentic. It's all BS. Sean's just bleeding. Yeah. He just bleeds on you. Yeah. He's a storyteller. And so when I saw that, I thought Sean's pissed. And he's gonna let you know. Mm -hmm. But I I understand players look at this and and, they, and a lot of players don't like this stuff. Yeah. What did you make of it? <laughs> I grew up like this, you know what I mean? I grew up with coaches in my face, coaches hard on me, you know, so I don't mind this at all. And I know a lot of people want to say, but he's a superstar and he's a Hall of Famer. Who cares? We are in a heated moment. We are trying to win a football game. We are losing. I want everybody on the same page. I mean, my man could have been saying, we worked on this all, all week, right? We could have challenged it, hold the ball, whatever. We don't know what they're talking about, but... I grew up like this. I hate when players is like, just because of where you're at, status. where your career status and all that, it's like a coach can't talk to you like that. No. I used to tell Coach Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers, if I'm not doing – get on me. Like, like that, that's, that's, part of, that's part of the business. We are trying to win. Get on me. So I don't mind this at all. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, I don't care. If it's you that's messing up and you that needs to be yelled at, then that's but what it is. But some guys get sensitive. A lot of guys get sensitive, but not me. I, I'm good with the coach yelling at me. I'm good with that. This is a competitive sport. We are trying to win. We got an opportunity to get in the playoffs the way this season started off. Right? We're not playing well out here in Detroit. I don't care what your name is. We need to get in the right play. We need to do our job. Point blank, period. So I, I'm cool with that. You know, Just like if I'm playing a game with my wife. Say if we're playing a spades game. Right, and I'm like, listen, if I leave spades, I want to see your highest spade. If she don't do that, what are you doing? <laughs> we trying to win. It don't mean I don't like you. I love you, but we trying to win. Come on. I love, so you, do, you on, got a little Sean man. Payton in you. Yeah, well, it's all good, man. You take the headset and it's off all and love. yell at your I'm sure wife. Sean Payton loves Russ. It's all good. But come on, we trying to win. Okay, so you and McCarthy get along. I, I said this. I... I I've been hard on Mike, but I also think you have to acknowledge I've been nice about Aaron, and I crushed him today. Mm. I've been critical of McCarthy, but I think he's had a hell of a year. And that kicker now takes away some of the clock management <laughs> stuff. But when they deliver a dud like that, yeah, um, you didn't see Belichick's teams do it. You don't, you don't see Shanahan's teams do it a lot. We think they're really good. What do I make of that when you're non-competitive and mm -hmm. you're actually bad on the road? Yeah. What the heck am I supposed to make of that? Yeah, and, and this, is, this is concerning because you're going to have to go on the road in the playoffs. Now? You know what I mean? Now you're going to have to go on the road in the playoffs. And we've seen you on the playoffs against the Cardinals. I mean, on the road against the Cardinals. We've seen you on the road against the San Francisco 49ers. Lost by 32. And we just seen you on the road against the Buffalo Bills. 21. But for me, it's just, where's the energy? None. None. Like, I mean, sideline dead. The players look dead. I mean, for you to give, I mean, Cook 100-plus rushing yards in the first half, that's you not coming off the bus ready to play. 
You know what I mean? I can understand you get out-schemed a couple on some of these plays, but that's, that's coming off the bus not ready to play or coming off the bus like we just going to beat these boys down. And surprise, surprise, we in playoff mode. Y'all are not. We playing with way more energy than you guys right now, and the Buffalo Bills just put it on the Dallas Cowboys. So for me, they got to get this fixed because if you're trying to go where you're trying to go, you're going to have to go on the road and bring your own energy and win a football game and play at a high, high level. And they have not done that this season on the road. That was weird. Mm. You know, it's funny. I remember there was a clip of Belichick years ago, and it was maybe a documentary. I don't know if it was Tom vs. Time or something. There was a moment I love with Belichick. And it was a sh- it showed it in the film room. Mm-hmm. And Belichick was showing tape. Is, it, is Monday tape day or Tuesday tape day? Tuesday. And he's showing tape, and they lost a game. And Belichick, New England scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And he turned to his players, and he like, there's no energy. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you going to congratulate yeah. your teammate? You just scored a touchdown. No you had an 88-yard drive. Yeah. And and Belichick was like, you should celebrate. Mm-hmm. It's, hard it's hard to, to push other men around yes, 88 is. yards. Yes, and when I watch Dallas, you're right. Mm-hmm. And By the way, one of the things I always love about Pete Carroll's teams, win or lose, they are running through a wall. 100%. You've never seen, by the way, Mike Tomlin teams. Mike Tomlin teams, yeah. Running through a wall. Mm-hmm. Hardball teams. <laughs> they they lose. Yeah. They they that, are relentless. It ain't energy. That Dallas team was just nothing flat, there. Just flat. And they even look flat against the Niners. And these are these are big time games. Like you're not on the road, man, against the Carolina, Carolina <laughs> Panthers, or you know what I mean? Like you're on the road against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills or Cal Shanahan and the 49ers. And it just was it just they just came out flat. I mean, it wasn't no game plan issues and all that. The Cowboys played the defense they played all season long. They mm-hmm. ran the offense, they ran all season long. But just the energy, man. I mean, you seen Buffalo. I mean, you seen the, oh, the Buffalo the was fired. Man, up. you seen the clip of my man driving him all the way to the end zone, like, you know, like it was a movie <laughs> script or something. Something like that, but yeah. they're in playoff mode, and they just have way more energy than the Cowboys. James Jones. Man, you're good on this Appreciate TV it, stuff. man. You Thank really you. Are. Today, we were a little combative. <laughs> that's all good. You had to defend Aaron. That's I all, did. That's all good. I liked it. <laughs> all right. Confrontational. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.